Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before we get started with another great edition of the Duke Rosslyn podcast, I do want to let you know, Zencaster.com. That's right, Zencaster.com. They are, without a doubt, my favorite website to head over to for all of these great conversations that you hear on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. Superior quality and sound. Also, they have a great uh, video option as well if you need to record your videos. But the best part about it is the files are all split separately into MP3s. So you can edit them separately, you can put them together, do whatever you got to do. The main idea is Zencaster. Zencaster.com, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R for all of your podcasting, video conferencing, even if you just wanted to uh, have a great conversation with your loved ones. All your needs there online for communication, Zencaster has you covered. That's right. Hey guys, this is Big Vito LaGrasso. I hope everybody's having a fabulous day. We got a brand new show, Bright Side of the Ring. I want to promote the brighter side of wrestling, all the good things happening. But guys, you got to catch it on patreon.com slash big B mafia. Starts at just a dollar a month. It's probably some of the greatest content you're ever going to see. It's a brand new show and it's coming to you from Big B Mafia. Hello out there in TV land. Wait a minute. It's radio. No, it's a podcast. Catch my new podcast, Everything is a Gimmick with Brad Shepard. We're going to take an in-depth look at behind the dirt sheet scenes and all the headlines. And what me and Brad are going to do, we're going to look for the real truth. Nothing but the truth. So help us God. Every Tuesday on Patreon.com slash Big B Mafia. It starts at a dollar a month, guys. You got to come. You got to see it to believe it. Brad Shepard, Big B Come and see us now. Check it out. You are locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. And let me tell you something, folks. One of the best parts about doing this show for over five years now, can you believe that? Over five years. It's almost been six years that Duke Loves Wrestling has been around. One of the joys is not only interviewing such great wrestlers and promoters and fans and just other personalities connected to the pro wrestling and really sports and entertainment industries. Um, But what I really enjoy is conversations that we've had in the past and then developing a relationship and being able to continue to talk about stuff and reflect and see where people are at today. I mean, it's really just such a joy to hear about growth and experiences and and what have you there because there's a lot of life lessons to be learned in that so i reached out to somebody who legitimately is just one of my favorite people on the planet she is just such a uh 
sweet person first and foremost. I mean, legitimately, and, and I hope I'm not, uh, you know, giving out too much personal information here because she is a badass and she will, you know, put you in a headlock and give you noogies for all you little weaklings out there. Okay. Um, but legitimately, she's just such a sweet person. Uh, she's a joy to interact with. Obviously, she's absolutely gorgeous and she can get it done in the ring. And that's most important there, especially as it relates to pro wrestling. There's no two ways about it. So I said, you know something? I haven't had her on the show in years. Let's let's bring her back and, and let's do a little recap here. Figure out where she's at today, because we know the last time we spoke to her, she was just getting back into wrestling. Think about how many years ago that was. That's at least three, four years ago. Now, not only is she back in wrestling, but she has a little gold around her waist. So without further ado, welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. The one, the only, Miss Dangerous Vicky V. What's going on there, Vicky? Hello, Duke. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You know, we, we were talking uh, before I hit record and and. We, we had each other giggling there, so now I had to had to bring it back and get real serious here for a second and do that little interview, it, that little opening there. But yeah, and I, st- I still know. came back giggling. <laughs> of course you did, because we're so ridiculous. Well, listen, let's just you know let, let me let me drop the formalities here and let me just tell everybody what we were just talking about. I don't know who are the wackiest, who are the craziest people, but I know that in that race. It's between people that live in Florida and people that live in Texas. There's, and I'm not even just saying people born there because I really feel like anyone who moves to Florida or moves to Texas, it's like it gets into you. You, you catch the crazy gene and it, that's it, man. It's like the flu or something like that, but it, you just can't shake it. OK, all of you folks are crazy. So, Vicky, what do you say? Is 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 Florida uh, more crazy than Texas because you're a Texas girl or is it the other way around? I don't really know many people from Florida, so I don't know the craziness that goes on over there. Define the crazy. I'll tell you a really just ridiculous one that I read the other day. So, you know, we had all that flooding and stuff like that that happened because of the hurricanes. Uh And a guy's inside the house. He's safe and sound with his wife. This is kind of a tragic story, but it's still crazy. He's safe and sound inside of his house. And he decides during the middle of the storm, hey, honey. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to check the shed. Now, what is in the shed that you need to leave the the safety and the comfort of your home where you're alive with your wife and you need to go outside during a, a hurricane where it's flooding and all that stuff and quote unquote, check the shed. <laughs> well, sure enough, he went out there and he waded through the water to get to the shed this is such a Florida story. And what happens? An alligator comes out of nowhere and tries to swallow him. Right? So it takes a big chunk out of this poor guy's leg. And he's screaming for his wife. And she comes out and she manages to chase the alligator away. She must have hit the alligator with something. And it's a big sucker. I mean, you know, alligators are dinosaurs. So this is a, this is a big deal here. So the wife decides she's going to leave and get help. So she does that. She leaves. And when she comes back, her husband is gone. And they set out the alligator trappers and they found that alligator. And the thing was massive. I forgot how, how huge it was, but it definitely was the size of of like a house, basically, or close enough to it. 
the guy was inside the alligator. Of course he was. So the alligator took a bite out of him. And then, you know, wife was making noise. He probably didn't like her voice. So he left. And then as soon as she stopped shrieking and what have you, and, and, and she the coast was clear, he went back to his snack. I mean, who does that? Who goes out into the into the storm to check the shed when you got all these creepy crawlies and, and dinosaurs and things outside? I mean, so, so that's that's Florida. You know, is, is there any equivalent in Texas for something crazy like that? Well, when he started talking about storms, I was thinking like South Texas. There's videos of like when it's flooding. There's, uh, you know, people getting buckets to scoop the water out of their yard and throwing it over the fence, right? To prevent the flooding over, from your, getting into your home. Mm-hmm. Over the fence. <laughs> over what's the on fence. the other side? What is, what's on the other side <laughs> of the right fence? Back. <laughs> <It's nothing. laughs> it comes right back in. It comes right back in. See what I mean? I, I can't tell. I mean, that's, that's a tie. That's a tie. I don't know. This just crazy people and then you had the audacity and i'm going to tell the world right now vicky i'm going to tell the world your business because i think it's important for everybody to realize what kind of person you are even though i'm over here making fun of guys getting eaten by alligators but i'm going to tell the world what you said to me i said to you i don't know who's crazier people from florida or people from texas and you said well what about california (laughs) how dare you Okay. How dare you try to bring, you try to besmirch the good name of the Californians. You tried to bring them into your little Texas and Florida crazy uh, battle here. How dare you try to throw California under the bus? You want to hear something? Sure. Where do you think I'm from? You are from the lost city of Oz. I was born in Delano, California. (laughs) Lived there for years and moved to Texas. So there's got to be crazy in there too. <laughs> no, 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 no. I listen. I've done my and research. And when there's trouble in this nation, who are the troublemakers? The Texans and the Floridians, California. of course. No, no, no. Listen. Yeah. I, I, I've done my research. I spoke to your wonderful mom. You know, she has a big crush on me because she loves my beard, my luxurious mm-hmm. soft beard. So I had a conversation with her as she um, was helping me condition my beard, and she mm-hmm. told me. She said, Duke. Vicky was very fine before she went to Texas. She's a little, she's a little loco now. So see, that's what your mom said. I'm telling you. And see, and, and, and by the way, folks, that's exactly how Vicky's mom sounds. Trust me. On that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But <laughs> she's gonna kill me. But <laughs> she, she told me you were just fine until you got to Florida, and then it went all downhill from there. Okay. I got the Texas. Well, I mean, Texas, Texas. Yeah, that too. I can't even tell the difference. They're all the same. <laughs> That's right. So, Vicky, the last time you were here, you had taken a significant amount of time off from wrestling. You did some training, then you took some time off. You know, you you had some some very serious issues that you had to deal with in terms of domestic violence and 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 what have you. You were able to overcome all of that which is tremendous. I mean, I, you know, people still talk to me to this day about that episode because, you know, you're, you're an inspiration for so many out there because of your strength and your commitment to, you know, your child and the rest of your family there, you, you don't give up, which is just so wonderful. And part of that was going back to pro wrestling, something that you love to do, something that you were forced to give up previously. Mm -hmm. And you said, you know something, I'm going to do something for me. And you started training again. Fast forward, I mean, you've been 
all over the place, including the River City Wrestling Convention. Now, this is a pro wrestling convention that all of the top stars were at. It got massive media coverage. Um, There were even people out there scouting like, uh, you know, the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers, Miss Jeannie Buss who also yeah. owns WoW Superheroes. So, I mean, it, it was really Kurt Angle, Kane, Mark Henry. Everybody was there. And you had a match on the card that got rave reviews, which is just tremendous. So if that's not enough, here you are today. You are officially the Texas women's champion, right? Come on. Yep. <laughs> so talk to me about that. Talk to me about that. How do you, how do you go from somebody who had taken such a long time off from wrestling and you slowly were getting back just a few short years ago to fast forward where you're performing in front of the owner of the, of the Lakers and, and, and legends like Kurt Angle. And Oh, by the way, you're the Texas women's champion too. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty big leap. All right. So, you know, when I came back, I mean, I came back cause obviously it's something that I love. Right. Um, but I was the, the world of women's wrestling has completely changed. Like when I came back, I thought I was going to come back to just, you know, a few girls here and there, mostly having matches with men. But no, man, the women's wrestling has freaking exploded. And, um, well, you obviously know Micah. Micah is, a, you know, one of the big reasons why um, I was able to just kind of um, come back in and mesh with everything. I was a little insecure, I guess, coming in. Um, but after kind of like training with them and it's, it was almost like riding a bike, you know, like you never forget. You just need somebody to push you and, and tell you like, you know, just try it. And uh, yeah, everything was just came back, you know, came back. And I feel like I basically picked up where I left off. I really didn't think it was going to be like that. Poor Micah. So when, she has to deal when, with when, my insecurities and everything, and she always, uh, uh, you know, she always finds the words to, to make me realize that you know, uh, I can do these things and not. Well, I wonder here because you're you're saying this. She has to deal with your insecurities, and you know, she acts as someone who can help you get over the hump and and believe that you can accomplish your goals. So exactly why the hell did you did you beat up on micah and take that belt from her she did it a little too well <laughs> and i have to show her who's a real boss come on <laughs> well don't you think that's All a little like a, that little push you, and i i ran with it i ran with it don't you feel hey, like you're you stabbing your you friend in the do. back come on you gotta vicky. do what you gotta do <laughs> come on vicky. it's a doggy dog world you know, and here's the part that kills me because you act like you're this sweet baby face. And meanwhile, you just told the story about how your friend picked you up, dusted you off, gave you some confidence. And then you turned around and said, you know what? I'm going to take your belt. So, so <laughs> you, know, you know, that's just me. But I, I am sweet until I need something. Wow. Or until I wow. want something. Wow. <laughs> so, so, you know, how is everyone... In your neighborhood, how the the family? How's everyone reacted to the fact that you're a champion now? I mean, are you are you getting any extra perks? Are you are you getting some extra sweetbreads? And you know what's going on here? <laughs> Am I getting extra sweetbreads? You know, you want to know something? I actually go to the store wearing it. 
I wear my belt to the store. I went to a birthday party yesterday and I took it with me. And how did everybody react? I mean, <laughs> yeah, did, did everybody people... wanted to feel it, hold it. And then obviously you got those stupid people is, okay, I have one question for you. I'm like, yeah, what's that? What do you think the question is, Duke? What's one thing that everybody wants to ask a wrestler? Uh, is it real? Yes. Yes. I'm going to come over here. I'll fucking show you that it's real. Am I allowed to cuss? <laughs> I cuss a lot. Well, I'm you, sorry. You already did it. So that's it. You know what I mean? Sorry to all my sponsors <laughs> out there. Vicky V is cussing. She means it. No, come on. This is this is Duke Loves Rousey. You can say whatever you want. Don't worry. Say whatever you want. You're really going to hit my quota now for the rest of the year. Everybody else who comes <laughs> on this show, you're not allowed to say the F word because Vicky just, she just took it off. So, so there's that. But, so they ask you if it's fake. Now, now I bet you it's mostly men who are doing this, right? Because, you know, they, what it they was, really want to yeah. know is, what they really want to know, Vicky, is will you put them in a headlock? Would you step on them? You know, these guys, they're kind of sick. They want to be dominated, especially by a champion, you know? So so how much of that goes on? Are you, are you getting these weird requests to, like, you know, yes. beat these men up? Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you come over to my house and put me in a headlock for 20 minutes, and I'll give you $500? I'm like, what? What's your address? <laughs> so, so is that weird? Is that weird that people uh- want that? I honestly, it never crossed my mind that people wanted that stuff. And then I started getting those requests and I'm like, what in the world? Like creeps. And then I started asking other wrestlers about it. They're like, oh yeah, we get that a lot. And I recently learned that a lot of people accept. Well, not of- just a lot of people. You, you're, you'll you be hard pressed. And, and listen, this is not new news, folks. We talked about this on Duke Loves Wrestling for years. You'd be hard pressed to find a top wrestler who hasn't done some type of custom match, um, who hasn't done these things where it's like, well, what the hell are they doing? But I mean, in, in fact, you know, it's funny, Thunder Rosa, who, you know, she's an AEW now and she she runs Mission Pro Wrestling, fantastic all-women's wrestling promotion. Mm-hmm. She came on the show and she talked about the fact that, at least in the beginning, I'm not sure if that's still true today, but at least last year, uh, the custom matches were keeping the lights on for Mission Pro. The reason why Mission Pro Wrestling was able to get off the ground is because of all of the revenue she was able to generate from the custom matches. And these are safe and what have you, but generally speaking, you know, fans can fill out a form and and determine who they want to see in a match and what they want to see them do and stuff like that. So, you know, if you want to see so-and-so wrestler have a barefoot tickling match with so-and-so wrestler. I, I think you could do that. So, so yeah, I don't this see is that as strange. I don't see that as strange. I mean, I guess I would do that. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, you want to see me tickle Micah for an hour. Okay, cool. I'll do it. But what I find is fine to be strange is like these people want me to go into their homes and put them in a headlock and record it for 20 minutes or, you know, I, you know what? I guess they feel like if they got to go to the hospital, they want to, you know, go having a good time. <laughs> at, least, at least they could say the Texas women's champion put them in the hospital. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I'll hit you up when I'm having a bad day and I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But this exists. This exists. And, you know, it's funny because pro wrestling is such a physical and at times dangerous medium there that 
if you can put somebody in the headlock for 20 minutes and make 500 bucks off of it, why not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you didn't have to take a bump to do that. Why not? <laughs> you know, like you said, if you if you got to tickle Micah for an hour and, and, and make $1,000 for that, why not? Yeah. Sure. You know, everybody. If you want to see dangerous Vicky V, the Texas women's champion, battle that punk, that no good Micah Madrid, in a tickle off for an hour, okay, we'll have a 60-minute time limit for $1,000. Just hit up Vicky V or hit up Micah, and they'll figure it out, okay? I think we can make this match happen. It'll be the biggest <laughs> match, the biggest tickle match in the history. But, but you know, starting bids are $1,000, folks. Not, if yeah. it ain't that, it ain't worth it. So I'm just putting yeah. that out there right now, okay? There it is. You see that? That, that, was a, that was not a cheap plug. That was a very good plug there. Thank you. See, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm, I'm looking here. at my phone right now. Like, come on, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, listen. What, what about what about the family though? Like, what 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 is what is mom saying? What is what is your son saying? What's everybody saying about you being champion? I mean, they're they're loving it. I mean, I'm a superhero right now. Feels well, nice. you are, you always were. You always <laughs> were, right? Jeez. Yeah. So I I, I wonder though. How long did it take for you to accept the fact that, like, you're it? I mean, now you're the top person in a wrestling promotion. I mean, there's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of pressure that comes along with that. Has that sunk in yet? Duke, why are you asking me these tough questions? Listen, we, we, we've done enough giggling. I need to get to the dirt. That's what these websites want. They want me to get to the dirt. We, they want you to say something crazy so they can make this big headline. Oh, Texas Women's Champion wants to have tickle matches and she's feeling the pressure of being champion. Like this. It's a little scary. You know what? UK, look, let me tell you. I've always, um, so I've never wanted the belt, to be honest. You know, it's like you you go out there, you wrestle and you right you know to win because you want that belt you want to be known and i mean it's a trophy for all the hard work you've put in but i also know the responsibility because i see it and i kind of didn't want it only because i i felt like i'm not where i need to be to have all that responsibility but um i have the belt now <laughs> and uh, i i really don't know what to say about this but uh, just i i'm a little afraid of what's to come are you like afraid for yourself or are you afraid for for your opponents because that's a that's a pretty strong I'm afraid uh, 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 i'm afraid for the people who want to see me out there and want to see me succeed i'm afraid that i won't meet those expectations you know what i mean like that's what i carry on my back i want to be the champ and i want to be the best and i i want to satisfy the fans and the and the people who are you know on my side wanting me to succeed and i guess the scary part of having it is will you fail or will you succeed you know it's interesting that you say that because and i know he's he's not he's not the most pc topic right now but he's still the greatest wrestler of all time i'm talking about the nature boy rick flair we can separate the man and in in the mistakes that he's made and the ridiculous things that he's done in life separate that that person outside of the ring from the person in the wrestling industry so i'm talking about the wrestler Mm-hmm. The wrestler, Ric Flair, one of the things that he he said is when he became the NWA world champion the first time, he was not ready. Mm-hmm. And 
he held that belt for a short amount of time and it was difficult for him because he was still learning how to be a champion, learning how to deal with the responsibility and the pressure of being the top guy in the company. They took that belt off of him because his insecurities kind of got in his way. But here's Mm. something that was interesting that happened. As soon as he lost that belt, everything clicked. And then he moved heaven and earth to get it back. And from that moment forward, that was it. So when you talk about the concern and the fear of not being able to live up to the responsibility, mm-hmm. on one hand, it's like, well, damn, why did she feel that? She's a champion. But on the other hand, it's like, you know what? That's You must be doing something right because that is 110% a proper emotion. I mean, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to to wonder, like, why me? It's okay right. to to you know figure out well damn what am i going to do now because you know but here's the here's the point though vicky don't stop at the questions you need to go out there and you need to find solutions to those questions you need to make your own answers to those questions so it's like well why me well when you step in that ring and the next time is going to be october 2nd you you prove why you yeah right yeah you know, why are they putting the belt on me? When you look around and you see those fans at that event and you hear them cheer for you, like folks did at that River City Wrestling Con, there were a lot of people who didn't even know who you were when you walked mm-hmm. into that building. But damn it, by, by, by the middle of your match, they sure as hell wanted to know more about who you were after that. And you got you got some serious consideration and some bookings and what have you that came from that too. So it's like, why you? Because you can do that. I was actually like looking up and I'm like, why did I feel this way? Is this normal? And I came across this uh, imposter syndrome. And when I read it, I'm like, that is me. I always feel like I succeed in life because of luck. Not because of, um, you know, the effort that I put forth in things. And I, and I feel like I got this belt out of a fluke or not a fluke, but like, oh, okay, let's just give her the belt. See see how uh she handles it i guess and i feel like there's a lot of freaking pressure to to be what they expect you to be or even better right because you want to be able to draw a crowd you want people to go and to go to watch your match to watch you defend your title and uh i'm still yeah like trying to figure out how i'm going to go about that and i want to get it down before it gets taken away well, it's, it's funny. You, you say that um, you, your accomplishments in life are because of luck. So if you're so lucky, then I really need you to tell me the Powerball numbers because I... the jackpot is over a half a billion dollars. <laughs> and I need that. I, I need that. <laughs> OK, over five hundred million dollars, Vicky. I need that. So come on. Give me the Powerball numbers so I can go, you know, share some of this luck that you have here since you're so successful. <laughs> and it's because of luck. Come on, Vicky, help me out here. Nine, two. <laughs> Listen, don't, don't tell the world. Stop it. Don't tell the world. All right. <laughs> so they, listen, then we're going to have, you know, a million people oh. playing the Powerball. And I'm going to have to Everybody split Everybody gets the, a dollar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you're not going to mess me up over here. Be careful what you wish for, folks. Um, but no, clearly, listen, Vicky, you are, you are that damn talented. And mm-hmm. you are able to attract the right type of attention when you, as soon as you step out, you have a presence. 
And when that bell rings, it's very clear that you know what you're doing in the ring. You get it done. So you ask why you? It's because who else? Who other than you? Nobody else deserves it more than you. No one else is, is, has worked harder than you to be where you're at. So, no, it's absolutely you. And that's the point. What are some of the things that um, you've been able to take advantage of now that you're champion? I mean, seriously, I asked you before. You really didn't tell me. Uh, are you getting any extra perks? Anybody giving you any any free coffee or, or you know, any kind of, I don't know. You know, extra bottle of tequila here or something. Any any perks at all? I got more friends. More <laughs> Facebook friends. <laughs> all of you Johnny come yeah. lately. As soon as she becomes champ, you want to be friends now. Look at this. I got Look friends at this. now. <laughs> so how's that going? How, how are these private messages now? Are, are, are we getting a a higher quality private message from some of these new friends or it's just the weirdos yes. have moved into the building here. It, it's, it, it gets some more requests and the more they ask, the more I start to think like, oh, I'm a, oh, I should fucking do this shit. I'm going to uh, figure out a way. Is, <laughs> I need to come in contact with, with uh, that female wrestler who makes a living off of that. Yes. April Hunter, April Hunter, I'm going to connect you with Vicky so you can help her figure out, <laughs> Show me the How way. How to take advantage. Yes, yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, mighty. You're gonna, <laughs> yes. You're going to have to show Vicky how she can um, create a successful career <laughs> through e-commerce, selling photos and videos of herself in, in various outfits and, and beating people up and what have you. This is this would be great. This would be great. I'll, I'll also smash bananas with my feet. There it is. That's what we're waiting for. See? <laughs> It's official. <laughs> <laughs> and for a thousand, I'll smash two. <laughs> You're going to get me kicked off the air. You know that? People are like, Duke, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> Real talk. With That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. Well, listen, let me ask you this. Seriously. You're somebody who um, you've been an inspiration for a lot of people especially women, especially kids who, who, you know, they, they come from challenging backgrounds and what have you. And you're somebody that they can look to and say, Hey, no matter what you've experienced in life, you can overcome these challenges and you can continue to achieve and be successful at things that you do. hundred percent. What do you say to some of these folks who look up to you here? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I really appreciate that people, you know, kind of, look up to me and and it's a surprise for me because I feel like we all go through our you know trials in life and you never really think that someone else is also going through what you've been through and then to be able just to share your story and share um you know how you've overcome these kind of obstacles and it hit somebody you know or it it, it helps somebody you know kind of also overcome it just knowing that Okay, somebody's overcome this. I can too. Um, it's a special thing. Like, That's awesome. That's awesome. And you know, a special thing is the fact that you are going to be back in the ring next week. So why don't you let her, In fact, when people hear this, it'll just be a few days away. Where are you going to be? What's it all about? Who are you going to be in the ring against October 2nd? All right. 
first of all, I want to tell you, quit trying to make me cry. Listen, Vicky, we talked about this already. Okay? Why do you do you, that to me? <laughs> when you come on this show, I'm going to make hope. you laugh. I'm going to make you cry. We're going to talk about stepping on bananas. We're going to talk about being an inspiration. <laughs> like, this is the way it has to be. <laughs> My voice now, is going to get a little shaky. <laughs> I, I, this, is the, this is the Monday Night Raw of podcasts. Everybody's going to get something. You're going to get flippy moves. You're going to get, uh, you know, good storytelling. You're going to get a crazy skit. Like it's, it's all in here. Don't worry. It's all in here. <laughs> so October 2nd in San Antonio, Texas, um, I'll be wrestling um, at our fight for the cure. And um, all the proceeds for that will go to the National Breast Foundation. And, and if you can't make the show, um, if you look up Fight for the Cure on Facebook, you can donate. So there's a link there to just donate um, if you're not able to make the show, but would still like to contribute. Okay, so I want to make sure I have this straight. You said the National Breast Foundation. Um, National so Breast is this a Cancer Foundation. Oh, okay. Okay. I want, I to, I want to make sure this we're clear. This is for uh, Tatas, for those who do not have Tatas. And would like no, gotcha. no yeah, National Breast Cancer <laughs> Foundation. <laughs> National Breast Cancer Foundation. Okay, we got that. We got that because I, I what is it? October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Is that what's going yes, on? Yes, it sure is. Gotcha, gotcha. What a noble effort there. Texas Wrestling Entertainment, always at the forefront. You know, it's funny, TWE, uh, they have a history of, of putting on great women's matches, promoting people of color. Uh, just really, really solid stuff there. So it's no surprise that they're uh, doing an event like this. Keep up the great work for sure. And by the way, I don't know if everyone's seen it. Vicky V has a new haircut. She she's getting all kinds of because <laughs> of this new haircut here. So you know, she's really as soon as she becomes champion, she gets all Hollywood with it, folks. That's we already right. we see what's going on here. Okay. That's right. <laughs> so so you're taking on Lindsay? You said? Well, wait a second. Is it, I thought it was Kelsey. Is it Kelsey Lynn? Yes, Kelsey. Sorry. This Kelsey Lynn, you know, let's just call it what it is. She thinks she's hot stuff. She, she's been running around talking trash about you. She says you don't deserve to be champion. <laughs> and I need to know because, you know, these days sports betting is becoming legal everywhere. So I'm going to be taking bets on this, on this event here. And yeah. I need to know that the champion, Vicky V, is not going to, you know, if I make a bet on you to win this match, you, I'm not going to lose everything. So you got to tell me right now, Vicky, do I have a safe bet here? Bro, you bet on me all the time. Come on. That's I'm fair. a sure thing. That's <laughs> fair. I, I, I did not bet on you the last time and I lost, but you know, I, I guess yeah. I, I found out the hard way. So mm -hmm. That's fine. Okay. Well, listen, Vicky V. Can you get that, that Vicky sheet to the face? <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long as I get a headlock afterwards, too. Okay, yes. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Vicky that'll V, listen, seriously. That, that, that'll cost you $500. Oh, that'll cost me extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't tickle me. Please don't tickle me. Uh, that, that's an extra five. There it is. There it is. Well, we appreciate you being back on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. We appreciate the fact that you are our Texas women's champion. And just the fact that you continue to just be such a great person, fun to talk to. Um, before I let you go, I got to ask, okay. when it comes to a meal fit for a champion, right? What is the one meal from anywhere that when it's time to celebrate, 
being on the top of the mountain, being essentially, you know, the, the top champion in Texas, what is the one meal that Vicky V loves to have in celebration? <laughs> this is like top dog food, right? Wings, hot wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow. Come Buffalo on. Wild Wings getting like a shout out. Listen, Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> send send Vicky V some kind of endorsement there. She just puts you over. Yeah, come on. I know that's wow. You know, you, you may have to like record yourself. You just said you're getting all dirty and all that stuff. Who knows? <laughs> they, they might want to pay you for that too. You know, Vicky and, and Buffalo Wild Wings, that, that could be the next thing. Hey, that, that could these, be a uh... thing. <laughs> Come on. Listen, if this show gets taken <laughs> off the air, it's your fault, Vicky. You, you done got me talking about all kinds of crazy stuff this week. So, you know. <laughs> with, with I that go said, an ambulance, right? That's the crazy Texas thing. Yeah, we don't want you chasing ambulances or, or getting eaten by alligators either. So, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll keep you where you're at there. Why don't you take it away there, Vicky? Uh, final words there for your fans out there. Well, thanks for your support. Follow me if you haven't already at Vicky V Bento on Facebook. And um, hope to see you at our October show, October 2nd in San Antonio. And on, also, if you can't make it, go to the Fight for the Cure on Facebook to donate. And the proceeds will go to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Great conversation there with the Texas women's champion, Vicky V. You know, she's not messing around, man. <laughs> Vicky is not playing games with anybody out there, whether she's uh, putting people in headlocks, stepping on bananas or whatever. She means business. So, again, shout out to Vicky there. You know, it's funny. You heard before the show started, a couple of commercials there from Big Vito LaGrazzo of the Big Vito brand. He and Brad Shepard, you know, they have two new podcasts that you can check out. Check out uh, Big Vito brand's Patreon for more information on that. But, you know, Vito is a guy that I I come back to this point so often. And, and talking to Vicky really made me think about it even further. Vito was a guy that has spent so much time over the past decade or so sticking up for the wrestlers and the rights of the wrestlers, especially as it relates to concussions, CTE, the whole nine yards there. And it's just, it's really crazy when you take a hard line and you stick up for others and you use your voice to elevate the voices of the voiceless, right? It's crazy how, it seems like the world will try to discredit you, silence you, and make it so your voice can't be heard. And I'll tell you right now, I, I tip my hat to Big Vito Lagrazo as often as I can because there's a guy that has not stopped. He's continued to bring awareness to CTE and, and really make that issue clear. Um, you know, despite all of the advancements in science and what have you as it relates to concussions, nonetheless, there's still a real issue here in terms of all of those folks who were not made aware of the risks that they were taking when they were getting hit with all of these blunt objects to the head over and over and over again. So, and I know that, you know, someone from the concussion lawsuit recently passed away and I'll have more information next week about that. I want to get more information about exactly what the cause of death was before I go too deep into that. But again, I just, you know, 
I tip my hat to Vito and, and to a lot of the folks out there who have sacrificed their bodies, paid the ultimate price in order to entertain us, the fans. And I think that they don't get enough credit and enough acknowledgement for that. So, you know, definitely want to make sure we give folks their flowers. Please, please do. Speaking of which, I'm going to give my flowers to Bobby Lashley, who, in my opinion, is is the best wrestler, you know, of the week by far. Bobby Lashley had a cage match with Big E in which he made Big E look like a world champion. See, Big E is wearing the title, right? And he has the moniker, right? But was he really a world champion? Not yet. He earned it, and he, and, he, and he should be, but was he really? Not yet. This last match that he had on Raw with Bobby Lashley, where Bobby Lashley did all that he could to make sure that Big E looked like a million bucks, and Big E did all that he could to take what Bobby Lashley was giving him and make it work. And in the end, it was legitimately one of the best matches that I've ever seen. It was so fantastic. And at the end of the day... Big E, he is a world champion now. Like that match right there, that's it. Got him over the hump. He's not just a guy with the belt and a guy with a title of world champion. No, he is the world champion now. Okay, that's for sure. That's for sure. So shout out to Big E, but certainly Bobby Lashley. Listen, brother, you don't get enough credit. I'm going to give you your flowers. And I hope the Hurt Business is back together and here to stay officially because I still got my Hurt Business shirt that I wear. Okay, come on, fellas. Don't make me look like a fool out here. But I'm telling you, man, what what Bobby Lashley did for Big E this past Monday, it just, oh, incredible, incredible. And now, you know, honestly, Bobby Lashley is a, is a, is a, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer as far as I'm concerned. Like, this is it. He's making people now, right? He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. End of story. That's it. Lashley's a Hall of Famer. So he can't do any wrong in my eyes. And I look forward to seeing what he has coming up next because I'll tell you, man, that dude, he's he's operating on another planet right now. He's, you know, he's challenging some folks for the best wrestler in the world today, Bobby Lashley. And he still looks like a million bucks, which is even better. So kudos, kudos all around in that regard there. You know, I'm going to wrap this show up on a, on a very important note here. Okay. We have an event coming up on Thursday, October 7th, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Vice TV. There is a special MLW event, Fightland. Folks, I need everybody to tune in for this because the main event has MLW World Champion, the Samoan Werewolf, Jacob Fatu, going up against Alexander Hammerstone. And let me tell you something. Alexander Hammerstone, I warned you, get rid of the contract, get out of this business, and get out of Jacob Fatu's life. And I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if if it's because you just are too headstrong or if you just don't have enough sense to realize you should have taken good advice. But you didn't do it, Hammerstone. And for that, you're going to pay. And let me tell all you big wigs over there at Vice TV, listen, come October 7th, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this isn't going to be a wrestling match at Fightland. The Samoan werewolf, Jacob Fatu, is going to destroy 
Alexander Hammerstone. You know, this guy, Hammerstone, he, he looks like King Slender from that old Nintendo video game Pro Wrestling. I don't know how a guy like that, and, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Hammerstone. You're a hell of a wrestler. You're a hell of a nice guy. You got the fans all behind you. But you, my friend, need to understand that when you got those bright lights on you and you have the Samoan werewolf, the world champion, the MLW world champion, Jacob Fatu, looking at you when that bell rings, I don't think you have the guts to defeat Jacob Fatu and become the new MLW world champion. And I'm telling you right now, everybody's going to be tuned in on October 7th, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Vice TV. We are going to watch the destruction of Alexander Hammerstone at the hands of the Samoan werewolf, the MLW world champion, Jacob Fatu. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. <laughs>